0: Bye.
1: Back porch conjure. This is E5 Bale. Pull up a chair. It's three o'clock somewhere. Definitely get your drink on. You might want to get your smoke on for this one. Roll it up. Take a few pulls. You might want to pop a gummy or something because I need y'all to put on your big boy, big girl panties. And this is part two. I told y'all we're going to do about the friends, right? So. Some of y'all may get offended. I might lose a little few followers. And those that are listening, trying to think they're going to find something on me or I gotta. This message would be for you. First of all, (laughs) welcome. I love that song. I heard it from someone else's page and I had to go and see it for myself. You know, and it's a sister. She's a singer, artist. And, you know, I, I love her, her story of her life because I love I love finding out about people, places, and things. And she had to make a song about freeing your mind and things like that. And I was like, wow, how many of us, excuse me, are allowed to speak our mind without retribution, without being, you know, targeted, without being canceled by the culture, without being uh, hung out to dry, without being castrated or talked about or all of that. How many of us can do it? And those that do do it, I salute you. Continue. Continue. You are the light in which some of us lead. I salute you. Those that don't have a problem with saying how they feel, I salute you. Even though society will make it seem like you are a fucking outcast or You don't matter or, you know, let's cancel them because they're not thinking in this group setting. Oh, you have to think like us. If you don't think like us, we have to get rid of you. I know you're fucking lying. So, (laughs) I respect, salute, inspire, thank you. All of that. Continue to speak your mind. Continue to speak your mind. I don't give a fuck what it is. If it makes you uncomfortable, you have the right to say, "Hey, that makes me uncomfortable." Oh no, I don't. I don't. I'm I'm not into that. Or no, thank you. Instead of oh, we all got to do it. No, you got to do it. I don't have to do shit. The only thing I got to do is stay black and alive. That's it. And that itself is a challenge. So I don't have to do anything. Thank you, and keep on moving. And then when they, you know, because people just gotta. Why you don't want to do it like I do it? Because I don't like it. It doesn't feel right to me. That's not how I was raised. and No, I'm good with that. Oh, but you have to be open to a change. I am. But that's not the change I want to be open to. I didn't sign up for that. But if you did, go ahead. No, no. Stop doing this group bonding, trauma bonding shit. But anyway, that's not the topic. The topic is part two of friendship. Friends, let me tell you what I've seen over the past Six years. Over the past six years. We're talking about grown adults here, babies. We ain't talking about somebody that um, uh, <laughs> just came out of high school, junior high school, and they don't even act like this no more. Um, you know, that just came out of high school or, you know, not even gang mentality don't even do that. Seriously. They don't. They don't even do that. But it seems that... Adults, especially these immature adults on social media. If you don't like somebody, that means I don't have to like them. Oh, you my friend. We ride or die. I don't like them neither. Let me tell you what they did one time. I saw this on on a live or I know a person that they dogged out. Where the person at? Show me receipts. Oh, I don't talk to them now. Stop. Stop with the trauma bonding. Let's, let's touch on that. Let's touch on that part. These are adult people. We're not talking of kids. We're talking to adult people. These are adults that have husbands, wives, children, fucking responsibilities, mortgages, rent, have jobs. And you get on social media and get into shit that has nothing to do with you. I don't like them neither. Why? Why don't you like them? Because they inspiring you to do better? Or they calling you on your bullshit? Or they're doing something that you long to do. I don't like them. Let's light a candle on them. Let's do this. You know what? I'm going to call my friends and we all gone. we going to cancel them. Why? What did they do? True story. <laughs> I remember hanging out with this guy named Andrew. He said, hey, we're not speaking to, I forget who it was. It was somebody. He was like, we're not speaking to him. I said, why? I'm the only one in the fucking group. Why? Oh, because they wronged me. Well they never wronged me. But I'm your godparent. And so my beef your beef got to you know add me? No, that person never did anything to me. So no. Oh, I'm just saying your your loyalty? The fuck? We we not in high school. Why are you not talking to this individual? Why you, why you want to have this whole fucking tiki torch party against this person? What did they do? Did they beat up your mother? No, she's deceased. God bless the dead. Did they go and traumatize your family? Did they rob you? Did they do anything? No. But my spirits say, you know, we can't like them. No, your spirits say you can't like them. My spirits ain't telling me none of that. So you be good because I'm not doing this, this junior high school bullshit. And I left it just like that. And I was forever grateful because later on down the line, that person helped me. I'm not doing that. The trauma bond. Y'all have to stop with this. This is not a friendship. This is I want to control you. And guarantee you, when the shoe is on the other foot, they're going to look at you and be like, why are you arguing with them? They always did stuff for me. And that same energy will not be reciprocated. So why? And first of all, we fucking grown-ass adults. We're not in fucking junior high school. We don't have to do the tag book or anything like that. What? What? How do you even get your mind to even think like that? Like, please explain that to me. Now, I can respect, because I remember I was at a person's house, first time I was ever there, and they was getting ready to try to say something bad about my godparent. And I was like, hold on, stop. Where on my face does it look like you can say something? Oh, and I was in their house. I don't give a fuck. Like, where, where does it look like you can say something like, your experience with them is yours, not mine. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Because, see, these people, and this is how I see it, these people don't know them. So now you're ready to put a bit of taste because of something you experienced. Don't do that. Don't, don't mess up so much character. Because I don't even know if you're telling the truth. So let's not even go there. You can, I would respectfully understand if you say, well, my experience then was different. Okay, hold that. Hold that, this is not the story telling time. Hold that, if your experience with them was different, great, hold that. Tell it to Oprah, Ayana, it's, it's places, therapy. You can tell that to them. You don't need to tell that to me, it's okay. Now, now, unless they raped the kid, or they raped the senior, or they really took thousands and thousands of dollars from somebody and you have receipts, then yeah. But if they do that, because you don't like them because they, they homeboy with fucking one of your homegirls or whatever. That, yo, don't do that. Don't do that. Nah, we, we grown-ups. Don't do that. But you will have that. You will have these grown-ass adults jump in on some junior high school shit. And now let's even make it personal because this is where I know y'all greater. don't come for me because you're not going to like me. Spiritual community. I'm not going after the full spiritual community because spiritual community is amazing. It's the people that's in there. Same way as the church, the Christians, all of that. They're amazing. You just have the sprinkles of the ones that are not healed. Right? And I told you before, if you heard my previous podcast, people heal just enough to fool motherfuckers because they ain't really doing the work. Anyway. (sighs) Godparents, your beef is not... Or does not belong to your godchildren. Everybody's ready for war. There was a and it was a story and it was a true story. <laughs> and I had the beauty of witnessing it. And then somebody else shared their story. It was this a Luo. He was writing to uh to this guy. Cause it was over a chick, over a female, when you think about it. It was, it was over a female. And the brother, he tagged everybody that this guy, this other allure with his guard kids, He tagged and was like, oh, when I see y'all, I'm going to fuck y'all up. Uh, you know, and made all these public threats. So one dude, right, he had just gotten it. He just got out of initiation, just got finished. He wrote, and you, you I mean, he really was being so sincere. And he wrote, listen, some of us are struggling with change in our life. Some of us are really about that life. Some of us don't have a problem with being judged by 12 and carried by six. Some of us are really learning how to live right. Some of us are, don't add me into something. And he even spoke to his Godfather as well, He highlighted him. He said, don't add me into something that don't have nothing to do with me. I am learning how to live right. Don't put me in that. That That's not an animal or a beast you want to wake up. Let's do things. You got to beef with him. Sit down as men amongst the elders and kind of figure it out or y'all go y'all separate ways, but don't add people. Well, the dude just took that heartfelt note and post that the brother did and highlighted it, put it up there. It was like, yeah, these niggas is bitches. Cause right now we already see as i'm telling you the story you should already see this person is unhealed this person has some deep-seated issues this person is very immature this person is using spirituality as a fucking, uh conversation piece to start off to be popular because evidently, he doesn't know the 16 laws of of Ifa. he doesn't know the the beauty of and how to conduct and carry yourself as A priest or priestess in a community that everyone sees. He doesn't see that. So we already know this person is not healed. The other person is trying. He's letting you know. Well, they go to a drumming, right? And they see the guy that was popping all this shit. Keep that same energy. He ran back into the car and drove the fuck off and they videoed him. Now what? There was a a little... Right, And it's not, trust me, this is not going at Baba Louse, because I know some, some tattles, too, that got their ass handed to him on the platter, where he was doing some really fucked up things. And the dude walked through the ceremony, because some people haven't got that concept of how sacred a ceremony is, and he blew his brains out. See, we don't, we don't put that out there because we all want to be gangsters until you are judged by 12 or carried by six. Then it's, oh my God, now you want to do at bosses and stuff to get your ass out of something that you didn't have anything to do with in the first place, right? So now I'm going to take it personal because it happens and it happened to me. I was working at a botanica, right? I'll never forget Anna. I love Anna. I love Anna. These women would just do everything to fucking piss me off. They would call me dogs in Spanish. And I will say, I I got a lot of Spanish friends. I got a lot of white friends. I got a lot of Haitian friends. Like I got people from all over the world. I'm not going to blame the whole ethnic or the whole, you know, Spanish community because of a few people that, you know, did something fucked up to me. No, I blame those women. I'm not going to take it out on everyone's Spanish. That I don't do. So let me just put that out there. But these women would tell people how I can't read and just do all kinds of shit. And then people that I knew, you know, Michelle, uh, Karen, all of these people that I knew that would sit down, lunch with, talk to, do readings for all of that, would jump in on them because loyalty. Oh my God, Miss Lucy and them are my friends. I got to be loyal. They fed my kids. Okay. Didn't have nothing to do with them. They didn't even know why. Because when, even when people would come to them and say, well, why don't you like Ifa or Like, why? I just don't like her. She's black. She's a negative. Like, these are women saying this. Right? Spanish women saying this shit on a regular basis. Oh, the dog hair, the bandera, here. the oh. out here. So one day, I was so fucking fed up. That day, I didn't care if I was going to be judged by 12 or carried by six. That day, I did not care. At that moment, because there's always a breaking moment. I didn't care. This little girl walks in. I can't make this shit up, right? This little girl walks in. Beautiful little girl. She hugged me out of the blue. Shorty hugged me out of the blue. And there's a reason why I'm telling you this story. So remember that. She hugged me out of the blue and she said, My mother loves you. So now I'm looking, and these three girls that was with the little girl, this little girl couldn't have been, if I say she was nine, that was uh, overrated. Because I could say anywhere between six to maybe nine in in that age bracket. So the three girls walked in behind her and they're like, Oh. And I'm looking, and they was like, Her mother's Oya. Now I always had a message from Oya that when your enemies are around, to let you know I got you, I will send my children to let you know I got you. Like, you will see one of my kids, right, to let you know I'm there. I'm watching over you. So I have a great love for Oya. y'all. And I, I knew at that moment I was ready to snap. I was. I didn't pray. I didn't do none of that. I was ready to reach over that fucking counter and start whooping ass and taking names later. Like, I was ready. So ready. I was. Yo, I felt that shit like... I was so ready to beat the shit out of them. Now, what hurt it more was the women that was with them, these my friends. At least that's what I thought. But behind all of that, y'all telling them my business. That's why I learned at a young age. Yo, whatever you tell somebody, make sure the world know Because when a nigga fall out with you, they're going to tell everything. So, uh-uh. So, whatever Cameron was telling them. They was like, oh, we already know that. Like, bitch, there's nothing else new. I'm not stupid. So, Michelle, now, in the shop, they protected. You know, oh, they they the group. So, when Anna, back to the beginning, Anna walks in. She said, you know how you kill a snake? Cut off the head. I said, what? She said, And she said it loud. She said, cut off the fucking head if you want to kill a snake. She said, all of these are snake bitches. Get the main one. They'll stop fucking with you. What? So she came in the back, she, you know, she told me something to do. And she, when she walked out, cause they, they pop shit about her, but they won't ever fuck with her. Cause she is, she's a beast when it comes to spirituality. That's the one thing I give her. And, um, and she, she was the one to where I saw in the beginning of spirituality, fuck what you say. I'm going by what my spirits say. I'm going by what I was told. I'm gonna fuck what you say. You are, you're a person. Nah. That's okay. I know what, I, I understood the assignment. Like, if, if that was a person, that would be Anna. I understood the assignment. And people, they would, they, oh, my God, they'd be like, they should try to turn people against her. Oh, you got to watch out. She a snake. She a duck. But Anna, every time from the day I met her, she was always nice to me. So I've always been nice to her, right? Oh, she talked about you. I don't care. When I see her, she always gives me respect. So I do the same. And when I see her daughter or, you know, her family, I'm always giving them love, the whole nine, right? And I just recently saw her daughter a few months back. I was like, oh, my God, she's cruel, you know. So, and I left. The little girl was there. Her sister, you know, the, the women that I assumed was her sisters was there. And I just looked. And I thought about it. And I laughed. I bust out laughing. Now, if anybody was to say if they were there that day, they would have been like, yeah, she's, she, Oshun got to be somewhere in her life, right? No, no lie. And I just looked at these women. I was like, wow, y'all are really miserable. But so now you have Michelle, you have Cameron, you have all these people. So during the day, torment argue they are whoever i read they have them come in front and be like i know she ain't not tell you now you need to go to amy because she can't help you like they would they would do all that and the owner would stand there and see this shit and wouldn't do anything so i was like okay let me see how bad they really are because uh you know i'm a test your gangster i'm that person michelle was getting on the bus right now mind you They'll put all the shit, do all of this, and then when it's time to go home, they wouldn't even drive Michelle home or Karen. They'd be like, oh, get on the bus. No. After they done used y'all. So Michelle's on the bus, waiting on the bus out. Me and my daughters and us, we get on the bus too. Sitting right behind her. And I told her, I said, I can't touch you. I so some real, But everybody in these seats, they can. And these same women that have been putting that battery in your back, where they at now? Oh, my God. And that's when she told everything. She said, we go to the cemetery. We had the little coffin. We put your name and your picture on it. Karen had to download it. And she was saying how she killed your father. And they was lighting candles on you and stuff. And they wanted to see you and your kids fail. Oh, my God. Michelle told everything. I said, this is what we're going to do, mama. Because you're, you're never coming back to the shop. Or you're going to get an ass whooping of your life. And you're a white girl. And you you you're in a predominantly black neighborhood. You don't want those problems. That girl quit that day. She came back up there, told Bobby and them she ain't coming back. She looked at me. I looked at her. And she told Lucy and all of them, she said, y'all are evil women, and I don't have nothing to do with that. She didn't. In reality, she really did not. People will put a battery in your back, and you consider them as friends, putting you in harm's way. Because you don't know what this other person is capable of doing. No, I'm not a gangster. I'm not a thug. I'm not a killer. But why would you want to harm someone that never harmed you? That always gave you love or gave you attention or even gave you some encouragement because of what somebody else said? Did they do that to you? No. Then that's not a friendship. That's somebody that I got this fucking hate. In me because this person has a brighter light than mine. But I want you to come and sit over here. Because all we're going to do is be miserable. Where's anything good coming out of that? Where's anything that's making you progress? Because at the end of the day, the other person is still shining. You're still stuck hating someone that never hated you. How is that a friendship? How do you sign up for that? How do you make someone hate somebody that never did wrong to you? Never. And at the end of the day, you still got the audacity to come to that person and be like, oh, you know, I got... Because it was a few years later. Michelle hit me up. Oh, you know, I'm going through... What, what about those people? That was in my head. Now, some of y'all may say, damn, I would have never helped her. But I helped her. Because you, you came for a service. And I'm going to do the best that I can with what I have. There was no hate. We spoke first. The same way... Right? Because people love to uh, throw up your past or throw up some things about you or, you know, and then have the amen choir come and, and rally with them. But how long are you going to sit there and hate these people until you, you wake up and say, yo, this shit is boring? That's why I never jumped on that bandwagon. Oh, you got to hate them like I hate them. No, you hate them. I ain't got shit to do with that. You know what's so funny, though? Half of the people, I I call myself the team builder. I I do. I earned that title. Half of the people I don't fuck with no more, they all became friends now. That's why I don't do the trauma bonding. Y'all all all have one person that y'all don't like, and I'm in the center. And y'all all sitting around the table worrying about what I'm doing. But you know what's so funny? Everyone that sits around that table that worry about me, I helped one way or another. I helped. But you want to listen to one person or two, let's just say three. You want to listen to them. But no one asked the famous question well, what did they do? What, what did, what did E5AO do? That's so bad. Oh, she did. What? What? You ain't even going to understand it because you have nothing. You have nothing. But this is how y'all build friendship. This is how, you know. But anyway, back to the story. Karen was the same way. And. Lucy and these women, even after I left, because I did confront them. I let them know from the door, which was a waste of time, but I still did it. They didn't treat me like they treated everyone else. Because, see, I was the only black girl working there. So, at the end of the day, I already knew it was a racist, uh, racist environment. They ain't want no niggas there. And it's funny, because I, I used to always tell them, y'all niggas too. Y'all just niggas that can swim. Y'all, y'all niggas. Because... When the race riot comes, y'all niggas, I don't care how much pretty pressure y'all hear, y'all niggas. Hi, nigger. Right? And I, I did. After a while, there was no respect. No, you say something, I'm going to say it back. How you doing? Um, but I told her. I said, if there was a possibility that I knew it was you, that my father died, you wouldn't be sitting here. And I wouldn't care. She was like, no, oh, my God, they're lying. I said, but I knew my father had cancer. And I knew it was his time to go. I said, so that right there, no. And I remembered, I heard a story. And I met his son. They said, oh, because his son was in a car crash. And the guy said, oh, I did that. I made that happen. He ran to his house and put his gun in his mouth. Oh, <laughs> how did he say that? Stop. That's not friendship. Why put you? and then I know what some of y'all going to say. I don't give a fuck. I'm ready for that. I ain't talking to your unhealed ass. You you're you're part of the problem. You're the reason why people don't want to be a part of spiritual of the spiritual community because y'all are unhealed. Y'all think that's supposed to be a friendship. I'm a ride with my friend. If you don't like him, I'm not gonna like him. Not even knowing why, not knowing the story, allowing someone to poison your ear because. This person that you hate just last month, they was your best fucking friend. They was helping you now it was something because somebody don't like them. Oh, but I, so what are you getting out the deal? What are you getting? Cause you are getting Trump money. Shit. I hate myself, but what are you getting? What are you getting? What are you accomplishing with this? That every day you will sit down and, and do motherfucking recon to worry about what somebody else is doing. That's not a friendship. That's an ownership. That's a slave master mentality. Friendships are, I want to inspire you to do better. Let me tell you, I got friends. And it's amazing that one of, right hand, right? Right hand is my right hand. I love her. She called me left hand. She said, we never got a chance to meet them. So we, we never, we, we don't care about them. And I have friends that will inspire, uplift motivate there's no hatred there's no i'm calling the gossip about this or this person there's no trauma bonding there's no yo i'ma talk about you in the room that i'm invited to because we all get a chance to eat and it ain't no oh i'ma do this because you owe me later on nah the same way i rise i want you to rise i was telling the sister yesterday I say, you know, when I want to learn spirituality, I hang around spiritual people. When I want to learn about, you know, writing and things like that, I hang around established authors. When I want to learn about cooking, I hang around chefs. Like, because this is their their path, their lane. This is what they perfected. I don't need their formula of what they did. I need to see the outcome. Like, yo, what did you overcome? How did you overcome the obstacles? And you know what's amazing? All of them say the same thing. I didn't let nothing stop me. I didn't put emotions into it. And when it was time, I helped the other person. I gave them the information, the map and the candle. It's up to you or what you're going to do with it. Every time. But I don't need to be in a competition with you. I want you to rise just like me. There's always room at the top. And remember, the top of one mountain is the bottom of another. So we all got to climb this until it's time for us to take that dirt nap but friendships are a community a family not blood water however you want to put it but it's a foundation to let's rise all together we'll get there faster but i don't need it because you see what she had on you know i don't like her because what she did last year you know she don't like me or or when you're going somewhere, oh, you see them? You see them, they was all watching us. Why? For what? That's not a friendship. Why are we worried about what? Who did we encourage in the room? How many people did we leave a good um, energy or vibe with? How many people in there did we network with? Did we, did we make sure we respected everybody in the room? And what did we, is there room for us to come back or to go to the next level? That's it. I was laughing telling my daughter, right? Because, you know, now I'm on this learning different vegan dishes. Any dish, I flip it and I turn it into a vegan one. So I did some uh, vegan uh, quesadillas, right? And I seasoned the shit out of it and it had the vegan cheese. So now I'm, I'm trying different vegan cheeses. Because some of them have that nasty taste, but I found one company that is it, really, really good, right? And it melts because everybody always say the same thing. Vegan cheese is hard to melt. Well, this one is not. This brand is not. So I really like diet, right? Daiya, And um, and my friend Jay told me about this a while ago. So I was partially vegan. So I was like, oh, I don't eat no meat. But now, you know, almond milk. I don't do the full dairy thing. Nah, you know, I, everything is vegan. So... And how people would say, is, oh, my God, it's expensive. Yeah, if you're eating out. But this is where you get off your lazy ass and you learn to cook dishes. It's very simple. So I made some vegan quesadillas, right? And I said it. I said, oh, man, this shit is good, right? So the next day I made, what did I make? I made vegan, vegan something, right? So I made quesadillas. I made, no, it wasn't, it was salmon, all right? I made a salmon um, dish. And then yesterday, I made stuffed salmon, but I baked it, right, with black-eyed peas and stuff. So my daughter goes, well, when are you going back to the quesadillas? Make those again. I said, hold on, pump your brakes. I'm a, I'm an artist. I'm, a, you know, very sensitive about my dishes, and I'm a one-hit wonder. I make it one time. I don't do repeat." She was like, whatever. So she's telling her friend. She was like, she needs to get back to making the quesadillas. Like, I really like that. I said, you don't like this? Yes, but why you didn't make enough so I could take some with me to lunch tomorrow? Oh, no, no, no. These are all samples. You're not even really invited to the restaurant. We don't even like you. So she busted out laughing. I was like, you got your food? That's it. She sat there, ate the whole thing. I said, give me back my plate. I'm out, right? Because my daughter lives downstairs for me. She has her own apartment. So, I was laughing and while I was coming up the stairs, I said, you know what's so amazing is when you are around people that support you, salute you, encourage you, inspire you, and you do the same for them because it is a a two-way street, it makes it so much better and so much refreshing to say, wow. You know, when you set healthy boundaries, when you are healing on yourself and you know what you're capable of doing, and you're not afraid to branch out and step out and try new things. You're there's no ceiling or no 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 stop sign to say no, you can't do that. And it, some dishes may not come out great, but so far I'm batting a thousand. Some dishes may be like, oh, I'm not trying that no more. You know, uh, making slutty lasagna, right? Cause I I don't eat meat, so. Making slutty lasagna is using salmon and the white cheese, but finding it all in vegan and you know, and it's really good of finding different, different pages to follow that do different, you know, vegetarian dishes that are healthy as well as cost friendly. Cost friendly. That's another thing. Learning how to budget and go food shopping. You know, friends, you have friends that are coupon clippers, right? And I had a friend, Michelle, she was known for that. I seen her bill go from 200 down to maybe like $85 for a coupon, right? Because you have the extreme and you have those that do it. And then you have people that will help you, teach you how to shop. The basic thing, because we see how our parents do and we just throw anything in there. And majority of that stuff goes spoiled, goes bad. We don't even utilize it. We don't even use it. So, and then you would look in the refrigerator and go, well, it's nothing there to eat. Yes, it is. No, it's nothing I want because we don't brought all this stuff because it's something that's being traditionally handed down to the average person. Don't even really know how to go food shopping and they'll buy all this stuff and they don't even use it. So finding people. That will teach you how to shop, how to do your meal preps, how to put your recipes like grandma and them used to do back in the day. But instead, you know, running back and forth to the stores and all of this. You you know, there's some people that plan out their whole menu for the whole week and they buy those things accordingly. They prepare it, prep it, and they have it. And I'm like, wow, we haven't done that in years. So I went back to that. Because one, it's just me. So I went back to that. Having friends tell you, hey, you know, pulling your coattail. Hey, you know, that's not what we do. And you could say, okay, explain. But if you know if it's something immature, childish, then check yourself. Hold yourself accountable. You calling people and saying, girl, you seen what she did? Let me tell you what happened. No, that's not what we do early in the morning. And you'll see the difference. Now, some people will get in their feelings. Those are people that's not ready to be a friend yet. Because they're getting their feelings when you have to check them and say, hey, why are you calling me early in the morning worrying about what somebody did or what somebody posts? What, what are you doing? What's, what's on your agenda today? Oh, you know what? I ain't into this. I'll call you back. No, don't call me at all, girl. Call me when you hear I, I want to meet that version. I, I'm tired of meeting the trauma-toxic version of you. I want to see the heal you. All right, you'll be good. And that's it. That's all. But then you'll wait 30 minutes and you'll get a long-ass post about how motherfuckers think they better than you and all that. And you'll be sitting there like, and I'm the one? Oh, I did myself a big favor. We need to learn what friends are, what a friendship is. consists of the same way as growing a plant, nurturing it, watering it giving it the proper sunlight, the proper, you know, temperature. If that plant is sick, or even if that person is sick, if you have the means of helping them, if not, pray for them and move on. Check on them randomly. You, you don't have to call just to tell them your everyday moment. And friends, respect your your people that have mates, that have mates, that, that are in relationships. No, that does not give you the green light to call... I got good, good girlfriends. I'm not going to call a husband for nothing. No, for what? And some of them are like my brothers. I'm still, if you live together and you are married or or engaged, right? Now, if you just fucking, I'm I'm still not going to call them. It's it's not my nature. Cause I want the same thing that I'm asking from you. I want for me. So I'm not going to go my twin. I love her to death. That's my sister. So I'm not going to call her man and be like, yo, you know, what's up? No, I'm going to call my twin. Hey, the same way. If I call right hand, I'm not going to go and call her man. I'm going to call right hand. I, how do we just do things like that? And I I can hear some of y'all, well, you know what? If they can trust them, then they ain't got to worry about them. It's not the fact of trust, it's respect. I know grown ass women with their husbands, Hey. When you get a chance, hit me back. I'm not going to call a husband's For what? No. when do it? Oh, but that's my family. Serious? For real? I got brothers. I still wouldn't call them. I'll call their wives. The ones that's married. The ones that's not married. What's up? That's it. But I'm still going to respect the woman of the house. I'm not going to go and, and just, just do whatever. Nah, it doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. Adding people's children in friendships. No, we don't do that. We don't go and do the, I'm in a white van, take a lollipop, only talk to me and don't tell your mother type shit. We don't do that neither. Where I was raised, nah, you don't do that. You don't do that. Respectfully. these I don't go fuck if they're adults. These are these people's children. You weren't there when they was being made, even if you was. Still, they the parent. No. But we have done so many things, and we consider that as friendship. And then when you start, I told you, trauma bonding is useless because when that person starts to heal, the shit they used to do that was toxic is no longer acceptable because now they know better. So now you're stuck in your feelings. you mad at the world because your friend has started healing. Well, lead by example. or Follow the fucking lead. Since you want to follow everybody, go get healed. Go and stop working on your shit. Cause I still, it still baffles me to see grown people come together, hating on an individual that was once cool with you. I I don't understand that group mentality that I want to cancel them culture. I I still don't get that. I do not get that. I don't get it. I don't, I do not get it. And don't even try to explain it to me. Cause at this moment, I don't care. I I don't even want to know. Cause that shit right there is so horrible. It's horrible. I see how it works. I see how it, it is stupid. I've seen how people get their ass handed to them on a the platter and didn't have anything to do with it at all, at all. Good, good girlfriend, she was leaving with her husband. She had her friend and her friend's husband to come and help her. The husband blew all three of their brains out. You don't know what you're stepping into. You don't know what you're you signing up for. You're you just going by. Oh, they ain't like that, and you don't know you don't know why and first of all you're supposed to be an example especially and we like i said we're not talking about children we're talking about full adults that have partners that have their own cribs that have children that are on fucking pta that are godparents all of that what the fuck kind of example are you setting for the people that's supposed to be following you i want to know that what example because you're running around with this person dogging these people out and I know your guy kids as well as your kids. Like, damn, you was just cool with them. But how, how the fuck? How? how? That, that speaks volumes right there. Yo, you're immature. You're broken. And I'm going to follow you? Ain't no way in hell. Ain't no way in hell. No way. Ain't no way in hell. Ain't no way in hell. No. No, 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 no. My mother used to always say karma has a way of spinning the block, right? And it does. It does. So when your kids do the same thing, how do you justify it? How do you because you're the mirror. When your partner, I can't I still can't understand how a grown ass man will watch his mate do some fucked up things and not check him. God bless the dad. I will give it to my ex husband. If I did something crazy and he was sitting there, he'd be like, yo, hang up. And he'll be like, yo, we gon we gonna unpack this shit. You know, because that's where I used to get it from, Craig. Like, yo, yeah, we going to unpack this shit. What makes you think that shit is cool? Like, yo, you wrong. You dead wrong. No, uh-uh. No, you wrong. You are wrong, D. Yo, you wrong. You don't see where you wrong at? Because we got kids. We want them to do that shit. Because you the mirror. They following your lead. That's a man. That's a fucking man. If you come home every day and all your fucking woman is doing or your partner is doing is gossiping, Either you part of the problem or you part of the solution. Check your girl. Listen, ma, we not doing that. Let's go and do something else. Let's, come on. No. Why? Because some of y'all are immature. Some of y'all are traumatized. Some of y'all, some of y'all are in relationships now because of trauma bonding. Somebody did you wrong. Somebody did you wrong. So they figure, we got that one thing in common, but let one of them wake up. Let one of them start healing. That fucking relationship is dead. It's dead. It's over. It's done. It's done. Because I, that I don't get. I don't get it. I don't. I done asked therapists. I done asked all of that shit. Imposter syndrome. I kept on wondering what the fuck is that. So I had to. I had to look it up. The imposter syndrome. Cause I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know. I was like, is you? Is it for real? So I had to look it up. And it says imposter syndrome. What is the imposter syndrome, right? It's a mental illness. Imposter syndrome is, <clears throat> I tell you no lie, the superhero. overwork themselves to make up for how inadequate they feel. The natural genius. Set exceedingly high goals. Feel crushed when they don't meet them. The expert. Never satisfied with their level of understanding. Always trying to learn more. The imperfection, the perfectionist. excuse me, the perfectionist, never completely happy with their work, fixated on flaws instead of strength. And the soloists prefer to work alone who won't ask for help for fear of appearing weak or incompetent. I'm like, are y'all serious? You know, and it is, it's a mental illness. It is a phenomenon, an experience that occurs in individual not a mental disorder, but imposter phenomenon is not recognized by a lot of the, you know, therapists although both of these classification systems recognize low self-esteem and a sense of failure as associated with symptoms of depression. I mean, and you have once again trauma bonding, right? Because, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, I I seen one person was like, "Oh, Uh, everybody want to use this trauma bonding. Trauma bonding is a psychological response to abuse. It occurs when the abused person forms an unhealthy bond with the person who abuses them. The person experienced abuse may develop sympathy for the abusive person, which becomes reinforced by cycles of abuse followed by remorse. And a lot of friendships are in trauma bond. Here's some of the signs that a bond might be forming through trauma right <laughs> they let you know they give you the signs. see i love I, I love learning about these things right and you know you have you have so many people you have so many people right okay these are common trauma bonding signs the relationship is moving at an accelerated pace you feel very close, even though you haven't known each other for a very long time. You make huge life changes for a relatively new relationship. You put time and effort into the romantic relationship at the cost of friendship and family and other relationships. You have an extreme fear of leaving a relationship. You feel like they're the only ones who can fulfill your needs. Because you went through something traumatic... Or a person wronged you, you figure, well, they wronged me, they wronged you. We have something in common. No, you don't. Because all y'all need to do is heal. If you want to help each other, go get some goddamn therapy. Go talk to someone. And gossiping to your friend about the person that hurt you is not therapy. That's not That's not a friendship. When does one of the friends say, hey? And I know a few people that have, and the person cursed them out. God bless the dead. I understand it so well because Barry, I love Barry so much, and he passed away. I remember him saying, listen, before I punch you out and be labeled as some abuse person, I'm going to walk away because you're immature. You're still doing the the crazy, stupid shit. You haven't grown up. Yo, stop doing that. I want to heal just enough to fool the world because when people get to know you, they this right here is a facade. This is a representative. Because I wanted him to be, oh, we got a show for the people, putting on a show. He said, I ain't signed up for that. I signed up to be around you. And he walked away. That fucked with my ego. That fucked with everything. And I was mad. I'm talking about blasting him on Facebook. That's how mad I was. So I already know the childish behavior. I know what it is. I've been there. That's why I say, when you know better, you do better. He said, yo... I'm going to let you rock, do all of that, post everything. He said, but the best thing I ever did was letting you go. See, I wasn't, I wasn't wrong. Look how you're acting. And I had to get a wake-up call because somebody pulled me on my shit. And they said, yo, you look stupid. You look fucking stupid. you like an asshole. Why are you arguing with that man online? For what? Yo, you look like a fucking asshole. And you want somebody to come and get help from you? You need fucking help yourself. I looked at them and was like, what? You can't talk to me like that. They was like, that's the problem. You don't think nobody can talk to you like that. And they can't because I care enough for you. What did I do? I'm dead serious. I was on the J train coming into Queens. I got off at something in Jamaica Avenue. I went into the building called TSI where they have the therapy, the therapist in there. And I went and signed my fucking self up. And I was like, yeah, a y'all in therapy for real. And I know this lady was looking at me like, this bitch got on all this weight. And she's sitting on the floor. She sure dead." And I unpacked. And I didn't stop. I've been in that motherfucker now for, what, four years? Four years. I have a lifetime of shit that I went through. Being abused. You know, in my marriage. Being Being uh, raped. Being taken advantage from my cousin at 10 years old. Like, doing all of that. I knew I was going through. That's why I was angry. I would rather cut your throat before I sit and say, yo, let me remove myself. I would go word to word with you. I would fight you and everybody in your goddamn house. Losing a son. No, I I had another son after I had my son and not being there to save him. So he died. So it was a lot that I had to unpack. It was a lot. And then growing up in the area where I grew up at, we didn't have a choice of we wanting to live in a picket fucking white house with a picket fence. No, we had to make sure we weren't praying for the older men. We had to get it how we live it, selling drugs, watching people, moms go from these beautiful women into crackheads, being judged um, by older women instead of them offering encouraging words. They would try to blackball you or talk about you and all of that. So we had a lot to unpack coming up in that era. We came up in the beginning of that crack era where shit was, the dope fiends was leaving out and the crackheads was coming in. So we had to see that. We had... Friends today, we we reading about them being dead on the side of the fucking highway going to Philly or whatever. They dead. We had to read about that. Motherfuckers losing their whole freedom going to jail. You know what I'm saying? Or, yo, we friends and, yo, your homeboy kills you. Or watching people get burnt because they stole a package or they smoked up somebody's shit or they didn't pay And they had credit and they didn't pay it. Watching people get beat in the middle of the park with whips and chains and being set on fire. Like, we witnessed all of that. Some shit y'all would watch on the TV screen. We saw it. We saw this. We watched how the police would whoop people ass. Rambo was a monster. Kicked a lot of females in their back. We saw all of this. We We were there. We witnessed a lot of stuff. When they had the Central Park Five, I'll never forget. My mom's made my brothers and them stay in the house. Because at that moment, it didn't matter. They was just, you know, wrangling up all black boys. You know? So it was. Seeing in school back then, right, my brother was left-handed. They would beat him so he could use his right. So I would write with my left hand and scream and like, hit me, hit me. So it was. So, yes, I went to therapy. I was immature. I I used the, the people that were around me to mimic them and think that was the way to live because we were all there and the same. So I had to be right. But it wasn't. And then when I started branching out, started talking to people and, you know, removing that fear and wanting a better life. And then when I had kids and I started growing up, now I don't want them to go through the same thing I went through. I, didn't, I don't need them to be, you know, have to be thugs and all of that. I want them to grow up without having to go to therapy. Now, was all my choices right? No. But at that moment, I had to make a decision. Couldn't wait. So, yes, we needed a place we going into the shelter. I made sure he was okay. We needed um, to move. We stayed with some friends until we got our own. We worked, sold drugs, we did what we had to do. Don't get mad at the choices. Don't get mad at the outcome. Find out what's the choices I had to choose from. And in that process, I met friends. I met people that touched my life, that showed me how to be a friend. That showed me how things are supposed to be when it comes to friendships, of nurturing, of respecting each other. Not taking fucking things personal or the FOMO, the fear of missing out. You know, I have friends, good girlfriends, where if they go to events and stuff, I'm not invited. I don't go. I don't care. You know, and and it's not saying it in a shady way. Like, I don't give a fuck. No. That's their moment to shine. But you know what they do? When they get there, they be like, yo, you got to meet my homegirl girl, E5 Bayo. For real. You... That's a friendship. And, and, and it's something I never asked them to do. So then when I get a call, hey, you know, you, you, one of your good girlfriends gave me your number because they were speaking about you and I wanted to know more. And that's how it's networking and things like that. When you speak about me in a room because you respect me enough. And when I go to rooms, I speak about them. Hey, if I know someone wants to learn about shooting, guns, guns license, all that. Yo, hit my sister up, Garchelle. Like, yo, that, that's her thing. If I want to learn about, if I want people to know, yo, I'm not the only reader. Yo, hit TT up or hit this one up. Or yo, I I, I would make sure. Hit Nelly up. Yo, Mama Nelly. Yo, listen, Brown Sugar. You 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 want to get with her. Well, you Witches. Okay, Lizzie. Lizzie, yeah. Or Anthony. You know, if you want that male figure. I don't have a problem with that. So, and when opportunities arise, and they go, yo, who do you refer? Yo, these people right here. Because there's always room at the table. And when my my time is done, I move and go and find, go build me a table. And there's always a line waiting outside. The same way as with friendships. You have to build them. You're going to come between snaps in the roads. But what you don't do is drag them. You drag or do all that? We weren't friends, ma we, we homeboy. We we not we not cool. That's it. You made that choice, so go. Spin the block. But we really need to get back to basics on what friendships are. We really do. And trust me, trauma bonding is not it, never ends well. The imposter syndrome, not it, doesn't end well. Gossiping to one another, not it. Don't do it. It's it's not worth it. It's really not. And it speaks of your character. If we're in a community and we're supposed to be practicing EYPLA, trust me, I failed and everybody else has failed. Trust me on that. Trust me on that. But when you have people that speak highly of you, random people that you might have just met, that's when you know you're on the right road of healing. You want to leave a spot, a place, a person better than what you found them. And that doesn't mean I need to over... Um, overshadow you. I, I need to be aggressive. I got to tell you about my dad grandmama and them. No. Sometimes a true friend is just somebody that listens. Remember that as the day go along. I'm not even going to get no more into it too much. But we're still going to talk about now relationships. So all of us want one. Majority of us have them. Some of them got them and take advantage of them. And some of us <laughs> really need some therapy or just be single. And let me let y'all in on a secret. Come scoot in closer. Marriage counseling is not taboo. Let me go again. Marriage counseling is not taboo. It's not something to say, oh, there's something wrong. We retarded. We shouldn't have never got. No, sometimes you need a safe space and you need another person to see it from both angles with no judgment. Sometimes it's worth it. Okay, so friendships. It's a little something I want to give y'all. I want y'all to write down your friends on one list. One little list and on the opposite page, write how that friendship is and be truthful. Be truthful. If that friendship is just gossip, put it there. Just gossip. If that friendship is just about money, Put it there, money. If that friendship is toxic as fuck, put it there. Toxic. But let's see. But be honest. Even if it's your ass, that's the toxic one. Put it there. Be honest about some shit. Hold yourself accountable. Let's learn. And catch me tonight, definitely. Conversations with E5. Cause I wanna share some good news with y'all. I have been invited to speak somewhere, and I'm I'm just I'm beyond. Fucking excited, I am. Um, uh, to you to some it might be, ah, oh, that's nothing. But to me, I tell you, I'd rather be invited than be gossip about. So, woo, I'm so open. I am. I'm open. I'm open. I'm so open, and I'm so thankful. And some days I just be wanting to cry and just look up in the in the heavens and be like Olo Damati and look at Oshun and say thank you, cause or even a ruler to say thank you, thank you.